The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. It's summer in the Psalms, Psalm 119 this week. And um, I got to admit to you, I said we'd finish up 119 today. I lied. Lies. I sit upon a throne of lies. It's amen, liar, Ben. So it was an accident. Didn't mean to. I got so focused on some really cool psalms uh, from 97 through 104. I was like, all right, we're going to finish up tomorrow. Oh, wait, no, we have two more episodes. So it was unintentional. Uh, but you should have read yesterday 97 through 120. So I want to pick up today's episode with 121 you're supposed to read if you're following along with the reading plan and the summer in the psalms book with our church and etc etc you should be reading 121 through 144 and um i I did want to focus in today on on a subset of those verses um to talk a little bit about what they mean 137 through 144 is one section remember these Psalms in 119 are are an acrostic uh, of different, like each each Hebrew letter starts out the stanza and it starts with that letter and it's, it's a poetry thing, you know. So it was it's like a haiku but not Japanese, not exactly like a haiku. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not a poet, um, but I did find verses 137 through 144 particularly stirring and instructive. It says, "Oh Lord." You are righteous, and your regulations are fair. Your laws are perfect and completely trustworthy. I am overwhelmed with indignation, for my enemies have disregard for your words. Your promises have been thoroughly tested. That is why I love them so much. I am insignificant and despised, but don't. But I don't forget your commands. Your justice is eternal, and your instructions are perfectly true. And as pressure and stress bear down on me, I find joy in your commands. Verse 144 says, your laws are always right. Help me to understand them so that I may live. I love the humility in this. I love the admission that his thoughts are not God's thoughts, that our ways are not God's ways, that if God set a regulation, a command, a a word for us, it must be good. And I don't know if you ever thought about the lack of humility, the absolute arrogance and hubris it takes to look at the words of God that have stood the test of time for thousands of years and to think all of a sudden, just because we we're born in this particular time period. We just know better. And we're going to come to a different and a better understanding of life than the one who created and gave us that life. Like we're in, evolving in certain areas, but I don't necessarily, um, well, like we're getting some things more right than others, but then there's other things that are devolving instead of evolving in our culture and in our world. And I don't necessar- necessarily think 
in, in a big picture sort of way that we are getting better. You know, in fact, if, if the Bible is true and if the, the, uh, the brokenness of the world is, is as I understand it to be, then we're actually getting worse overall. And, and this, these psalms are a reminder that God's, God's thought these things out. His regulations are perfect. And what I see so often happen is a Christian who wants to follow God, but then they come to a different uh, understanding or a different opinion about a matter than God. And they say, I just don't believe that, so I'm going to take the stuff I do believe and I'm going to give it a thumbs up, cosine. But the stuff that I don't think is right, that I don't think should be, I'm going to just believe the way I believe it because God must not know what he's talking about. But we're we're insignificant, right? We should not forget his commands, but uh, compared to the knowledge and the wisdom that God has, who has always been and will always be, like we we are we are dust. We are butt dust, as Genesis says. One, one, one T in that butt, not two. We are butt dust. And so God's laws are perfect and completely trustworthy, meaning that even if you don't get it right now, if there's if God comes down on a different side of an issue, whether it be, um, I don't I mean, you know, fill in the blanks, whether it be what, what marriage is, what sex is supposed to be, that t- tends to be the big one, right? Because there's some people who are like, I feel like, People should be able to dictate their own gender. I feel like people should be able to have sex with whoever they want to and marry whoever they want to. And the world thinks that way, so it must be right. But there's tons of other things too, right, that are non-sexual. But that that just tends to be the hot button one that pops up all the time, where people just say, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna tear this. I'm gonna Thomas Jefferson this Bible. I'm gonna tear out the parts I don't like and pretend they don't exist. And ignore it when the obvious word of God says something differently. So who? So who's wrong? If if you and God disagree, who is wrong? And the the psalmist here is is basically submitting to the fact that we don't know, we don't know what like like we're not the ones to make the rules, and so we should submit to His. His laws are always right. His justice is eternal. His instructions are perfectly true. They they weren't just true then, and now they're not true. Just because the world says they're not, they're maybe not as true as they used to be, that's not how truth works. It's not how God works. And so I love how 144 kind of strikes this thought, and it's a wonderful prayer for you to pray if you're right now struggling to agree with God. Because that's what it's all about. It's will you agree with God that certain things are right and th- certain things are wrong? By you following Jesus and saying you love him and saying that you, because by the way, you know what Jesus says? He says, do you love me? Then follow my commands. If you love me, like do the things I've I've told you to do. It's, it's, it's hard to say you love someone, especially Jesus, who is the authority, if you don't do what he tells you to do. 144 says, your laws are always right. Help me to understand them so I may live. It's not God change your mind so that I can get what I think is right. It's help me to understand what your laws mean and what they're supposed to be so that I may truly live so that the life you've given me can be a life well lived and I can have the blessings and the understanding and the goodness that goes with it.
So, do you disagree with God about something, by the way? There are plenty of things I read in the Bible and I go, hmm, I don't know if I've come, if I would come down on that. I don't know if, if I was in control, if I was God, if I would do that. But guess what? I'm not God. I'm not in control. And I have to realize that I've got some growing to do. I've got some maturing to do. I haven't arrived and I'm certainly not perfect. And so, if I'm disagreeing with God, I need to change my heart. I need to change my mind. I need to repent and turn and agree with him. Call sin what it is, sin. And call good things good so that I may live. And you should do the same, right? Whatever you're disagreeing with God about, maybe you need to change your tune. Maybe you need to repent and believe. Maybe you need to ask for his understanding so that you can live too.